the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. This hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Trump says he's looking forward to tonight's fireworks show at Mount Rushmore. We're going to have a tremendous evening. It's uh, going to be a fireworks display. Like few people have seen, it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be beautiful. Fireworks returns to Mount Rushmore for the first time in a decade. There are some concerns. Health experts worry about the coronavirus risk because South Dakota's governor says social distancing won't be required and masks will be optional. California's governor urging people to wear masks and skip Fourth of July family gatherings as the state's coronavirus tally rises. But Governor Gavin Newsom says he'd rely on people using common sense rather than strict enforcement of the face covering order. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has ordered that face coverings must be worn in public across most of the state. The move announced Thursday is a dramatic ramp up of the governor's efforts to control spiking numbers of confirmed coronavirus cases. A Florida expert on virus outbreaks says she's concerned that the 4th of July activities will make the situation even worse. A virus expert in one of the nation's hardest-hit states, Dr. Mary Jo Trepka at Florida International University, says she thinks it's going to be a very difficult situation for at least a month. She's especially concerned about 4th of July parties, saying people's behavior will be critical this weekend. She's urging everyone to wear masks and avoid congregating in groups. Correspondent Jackie Quinn, more than 52,000 new infections reported nationwide yesterday. That's another record. Also at townhall.com, Britain's scrapping a 14-day quarantine rule for arrivals from about 60 countries deemed lower risk for the coronavirus, including France, Spain, Germany, and Italy, but not the United States. More on these stories at townhall.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon, only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code MOVIE to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code MOVIE. The Friday edition of Like It Matters coming your way next here on this 4th of July weekend. Independence Day tomorrow, 90, sunny, still hot. Going to be humid, hot, low 90s on Sunday as well. Slight chance of some showers and thunderstorms then. That's a glance at your weekend forecast. If you're looking for something to do while you're inside enjoying that sweet, sweet air conditioning this weekend, drop by SalemNow.com. That's where you can watch the new movie Uncle Tom. That's at SalemNow.com. Mark Levin wants the evidence. I'm sick and tired of the way cops are being treated in this country. No, I didn't say I'm sick and tired of the way bad cops are being treated. I said I'm sick and tired of the way cops are being treated. If somebody has statistics, legitimate statistics, that demonstrate there's systemic police brutality, I want to see it. If somebody has statistics that there's systemic racism among the police, I want to see it. You're not going to find it. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie Return to the Hiding Place, a film about Corrie Ten Boom and her family's heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II and about her secret army of teenagers. 
Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code Minneapolis. Return to the hiding place at SalemNow.com. Use promo code Minneapolis. The team at Blue Ox Heating and Air wants to make sure you're prepared for the hot summer ahead. That's why right now, when you buy a new high-efficiency furnace, you'll get a high-efficiency air conditioner for just $27.95. Plus, zero money down and no interest or payments for 18 months. Visit GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air, providing legendary service and legendary care. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be talking about stinking thinking. Because, ladies and gentlemen, what is going on out there? Have we lost our wits? Have we lost our ability to think for ourselves? You know, I have three outcomes from this radio show, inspiration, education, and application. And we get down in the dirt here, down in the weeds, because, you know, we need to be able to talk. Uh, We used to be able to talk as a people. We used to be able to talk as a family. We used to be able to talk as a community. We used to be able to talk uh, as a a country. And now, all of a sudden, it's, uh, boy, if uh, someone doesn't like what you're saying, they cancel you. Uh, and people are, are stopping the process of thinking, of cognitive reinforcements, of, of being a process, to think, to creatively think, to critically think, to, to think on your own. And it's being squashed, it's being pushed down, and we need to change that. Uh, because, man, things are, are, are getting worse. And in, individually, we need to step up individually. We need to start taking ownership individually. We need to start saying, hey, this is not acceptable. And so we need to take a look at our thinking. And, and today, we're going to go through some cognitive distortions. That's why we're calling today's uh, 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 show Stinking Thinking. Because the way we process, the way we think, we have thoughts, we have behavior, we have feelings. And all three of those and how we respond to those really dictate who we are and how we show up. So today we're going to be talking about stinking thinking, but really what we're talking about is is cognitive behavioral therapy or cognitive therapy. Now, cognitive behavioral therapy combines the individual goals of cognitive therapy and behavioral therapy. Uh, Pioneered by psychologists Aaron Beck and Albert Ellis in the 1960s, Cognitive therapy assumes that maladaptive behaviors and disturbed moods or emotions are the result of inappropriate or irrational thinking patterns. You get that? Have you watched the news lately? Have you noticed any inappropriate or irrational thinking patterns? Right? Cognitive therapy has been applied to a a broad range of problems, including depression, anxiety, panic, fears, eating disorders, substance abuse, and personality problems. You know, this week I did a show on depression. This week I did a show on PTSD. Actually, June was a National PTSD Awareness Month. And we got a serious problem. There's a pandemic in this country. It's our stinking thinking. And we got to deal with it. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy is, or I should say cognitive therapy, I, can, I, I merge the two and they are a little bit different. But cognitive therapy is sometimes called cognitive behavioral therapy because it aims to help people in the ways they think, that's cognitive, right? In the ways they act, that's behavior. So the definition of cognitive therapy is psychotherapy that emphasizes the substitution of desirable patterns of thinking uh, for maladaptive or faulty ones, especially Cognitive behavioral therapy. And by the way, this is biblical too. I mean, remember God's the father. You got to realize in, in the beginning, God was our father. That's the, that's the first role. Uh, and a good father always tells his kids what's important, leads by example. 
And 2 Corinthians 10.5 says very clearly that we are to take captive, uh, captive every thought to make it obedient to our God. And most people don't know what they believe. I told you, my training in Leadership Awakening, and you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. Well, the first night I deal with the structure of people's thinking. Because everything we do or do not do is driven by beliefs. And most people don't know what they believe. And I'm going to tell you right now, we live in a world today where people want to be accepted. You know, we talked about validation and affirmation. And what's going on today is there's a lack of validation. People are not being validated by God because they don't have a relationship with God anymore. People are not being validated by their mom and dad because parents, the way we raise kids today is so much different. It's almost like a hands-off approach. We kind of let them find their own way. uh, And it's not for the better. So we got to know what we believe. And more importantly, we got to know why we believe it. And thirdly, we really got to know how did we come to that belief? Because maybe there's some faltering, uh, faulty premises. Maybe there's uh, some faulty premises. You know, I am, I am just now getting involved with social media. I told you uh, guys this week that I've been now for two weeks now posting on LinkedIn. Uh, and I was actually banned. They actually froze my account. Uh, and I've only been on there two weeks. I don't do Facebook. I don't do all the other stuff. And I was reading through some of the stuff, and it's like basically they tell you, they encourage you to spy on people and tell them if someone's posting something you don't like. So you can make someone mad by posting someone that's uh, against Black Lives Matter, the movement, because right now that's the holy grail. And you say something about that, and people turn you in for hate speech. Isn't that amazing? Um, we redefine the dictionary. We take our dictionary now, we make it our own, and we make words have our own meaning. It's just sad. And so that's why I thought today we'd go into some stinking thinking because there is some cognitive uh, distortions going on out there that need to be uh, talked about. And we're actually going to go through uh, the 10 uh, to 15 most common cognitive distortions. And this is all on the work uh, by psychologist Aaron T. Beck. I mean, he's, a lot of people have done a lot of work since the 1960s on this. But Beck is the one that gets credit. But there's an old story about a tightrope walker who did incredible stunts. All over Paris, he, he would do tightrope acts as tremendously scary, at tremendously scary heights. I mean, just incredible things. Then what he would do is he would get this, this tightrope way high up, and he would go back across the tightrope blindfolded, pushing a wheelbarrow. Not only would he walk on a tightrope blindfolded, but he would push a big, bulky wheelbarrow. And so I remember hearing the story. And so as the story goes, there was an American promoter who offered him a a lot of money to come to America and perform, do the same thing he was doing in Paris, but now do it across Niagara Falls, the Great Waterway. And so the tightrope entertainer agreed, but the promoter expressed sincere doubts that he could do it. He really didn't think he could do it. He thought there was some type of gimmick. And so when the day came, uh, he brought him to uh, New York, uh, and there he was at Niagara Falls, uh, and it was time to perform. And so uh, when the day came, the crowds went wild, and man's up there, right? He's uh, uh, putting a blindfold on, and he's got a wheelbarrow, and the man walked the tightrope and then walked it again, blindfolded this time, pushing a wheelbarrow. So afterwards, he came to the promoter and said, well, Mr. Promoter, now do you believe I could do it? And the promoter said, well, of course. I, I mean, I just saw you do it. And the guy said, no, no. Do you really believe I can do it? And again, the guy responded, well, of course I do. I, I just saw you did it. And the tightrope guy goes, no, 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 no. Do you really believe I can do it? Yes, said the promoter. I believe you can do it. Good, said the tightrope walker. Then get in the wheelbarrow. I mean, that's really belief. You know, the Bible talks about believe all the time. And what the word in the belief, you know, if you'll just believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with your mouth that he is risen, you will be saved. That's Romans ten nine. A lot of times it talks about if you believe, if you believe, if you believe. But the way the Bible is using the word and the way we use the word is different. We can easy, have easy believism. We can believe what the media tells us to believe. We can believe that Black Lives Matter is really about uh, racial equality. We can believe whatever we want to believe. But do you believe it enough to put your life on the line? Do you believe it enough to climb into a wheelbarrow as someone blindfolded is pushing across a tightrope of 500 or 1,000 feet in the air? That's believe in the Bible, to cling to, to have no other hope. It's like a life raft. 
and you grab a hold of it, it's the only hope you have. That is what it is to believe. And today I'm going to suggest a lot of people don't know what they believe. Why does that matter? Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about stinking thinking. We're actually talking about cognitive distortions. We need to get our thinking in line. When our thinking is lined, our behavior lines up with that thinking. And when we lose one, we lose the other as well. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. WNAV is your full-service audiovisual partner, specializing in corporate meetings, equipment rental, and installation services with a committed focus. Focus on quality and value. For more information about how WNAV can help you, visit WNAV-video.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are working on our noggin, our noodle. Remember, one of our outcomes on this radio show is education. And by education, I do not mean the learning of mere facts. I mean the training of the mind to think. And boy, today it is more important than ever to be able to think for yourself because we are in a group, a big group think. Boy, today, if you don't think like everybody else, there's something wrong with you. And because a lot of people have never learned how to critically think, how to creatively think, how to actually take control of the process that happens between the stimulus and the response. And part of this radio show, part of my training that I do at likeitmatters.net is I teach you how you work. I teach you how your conscious and unconscious mind works, and you need to know how your unconscious mind works. Why? Because we are unconscious creatures. That's why. 
because the majority of our experience in this world is unconscious. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. If you're a self-actualized person, you know, someone who's living an examined life, someone who's wanting to be better, do better, be more, then you might get up to 11, 12% of conscious control of your brain. But still, the majority of our experience on this planet is at the unconscious level. And we've got to realize that we are programmed creatures. And so I really want to help people learn the process of critically thinking, creatively thinking, process. You got to know why you believe what you believe. You got to know what you believe. You got to know why you believe what you believe. And how did you come to that belief? You can't just use the cuz philosophy, cuz. Because today we live in a world that if you don't think like everybody else, they shut you down. I told you I was uh, been for two weeks now for the first time posting on LinkedIn, you know, sharing my opinion and shooting down some stupid stuff that's being said on the Internet. It's just crazy. And I already froze my account. So I sent my account two weeks into it. Why? I was reading their thing because people, they encourage people to tell on each other. I was reading this thing. You know, pay attention. If you see, read anything you don't like or, or is this or that, then you report it to us. And oh my gosh, I mean, someone would make a little post on there and then people would come back and say, you son of a, you effing this and, and attack each other. That was okay. But because I can intellectually challenge someone's thinking with logic, all of a sudden someone gets the right to complain. So let's get him off there because he's too smart. He knows how to process too much. He can't take our silly statements. Uh, he can take our silly statements and deconstruct them logically. See, what uh, intelligence fears a lot of people, practical intelligence, the ability to logically reason, which we used to be able to do. And you got to realize, boy, today, if you don't think like everybody else, uh, you're an enemy of the people. And that's why you got to be able to process for yourself. You know, I got this article from February 12, 2020, uh, NPR. <clears throat> Mounting evidence suggests COVID-19 not as deadly as thought. Did the experts fail again? Remember how the experts felled us in the weapons of mass destruction? Remember we were told by all these experts, all these experts, uh, that uh, Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Boy, we keep getting told all this stuff by the experts, like the CDC. Masks don't have any value. Now masks do have values. Then masks don't have values again. Now they do again. You know, the COVID-19 could live on a contaminated uh, piece of uh, equipment or whatever for two weeks. Then we find out, well, no, actually, it doesn't stay on physical surfaces. I mean, you know, social distancing, let's go ahead and and self-quarantine people that are healthy. Well, we've never done that before. We always quarantine people that were unhealthy. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. But everybody's an expert, and if you don't listen to their expert, then you don't believe in science. Do you see how the illogicalness of what's going on? But a new NPR report suggests the global response to COVID-19 may have been reached on a flawed premise. Mounting evidence suggests the coronavirus is more common and less deadly than it first appeared. The evidence comes from tests that detect antibodies to the coronavirus uh, in a a person's blood rather than the virus itself. And it goes on to say, but if you question, I mean, it's basically forced my business shut. For four months, I've not been able to make a living. Luckily, we we have a 501c3, and luckily, I've changed 20,000 people's lives over the last 28 years. And so we have a few people, not as many as I thought would be, but a few people have been donating and helping us survive. And so right now, as we're getting ready to start relaunching and reopening up, guess what? Guess what comes back around? COVID-19, and now we're backing all that up. Well, some of us are going to lose our home. Some of us are going to lose the business. Some of us are holding on by the string of our teeth. And so it's bad. And if you don't agree with everybody else, then there's something wrong with you. You know, today they call it actually the cancel culture, right? Cancel culture. And it's getting worse. And man, please, I think this election's the most important one ever because there's a, a, a rabid mob out there. And if you don't think like them, I mean, they're ripping down statues. They're attacking people that supposedly are on their side. They're attacking people. If you don't agree, if you don't bow down, take a knee, and kiss the boot uh, of someone of color and then confess uh, sins of everybody that looked like you for the last 500 years, uh, then they cancel you. Just like LinkedIn canceled me because uh, I didn't march in line and because I said something that challenged someone else's thinking that was woke. 
And so they call mommy and daddy and say, hey, mommy and daddy, Scotty said something that wasn't nice. And so LinkedIn says, I'm suspending you because we got all groupthink. In every sector of American society, people are having their careers destroyed to the pitiless bang of the woke masses, right? Remember CrossFit CEO Greg Glassman? I mean, spent 20 years building a fitness brand into a multi-billion dollar company. And then he was thrown out of his empire he built for declining to go along with the, quote, racism of public health crisis dogma. If you don't bow down and kiss the boots of BLM, if you don't agree with everything the, the liberals are saying, then they get rid of you. And man, your vote this November, if you vote in Biden, oh my gosh, this is going to be government policy. Right now it's fringes. But this will be government policies. People like Sean King and AOC will have government positions where they can write legislation, where they can, where they can do executive orders. Wow, that's scary. I hope. God help us. Think about journalism, right? New York Times editor James Bennett, I don't, I'm not a fan of his. He's a liberal. He was fired for publishing an op-ed by a sitting Republican senator advocating for a military response to a nationwide rioting, which has been done many times in the past. And by the way, if it matters all, a position the majority of Americans agreed with. And the same fate befell Philadelphia Inquirer editor Stan Wachowski, I think was his name, who was terminated for approving an article that condemned looting and arson, right? How about it happens in entertainment all the time? Look at Roseanne Barr. She made a joke which I didn't think was that bad, against a person who looks white, but who happens to have some African-American. She happens to be a little black, I guess. But she looks white. She lost her entire career. Think about that. And anybody that's not sufficiently supporting of the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, boy, watch out, because they're coming for you. They're gunning for you. The NBA's coming for you. The WNBA's coming for you. The NFL's coming for you. It's even happened to people who didn't do anything at all. I read about an L.A. Galaxy soccer player was forced to resign because his wife tweeted that rioters should be shot. A lawyer in San Francisco was fired because his wife was rude to a man she thought was spray-painting BLM propaganda on a building. Thursday, the Stasi-esque trend reached another level when a company called Equity Prime Mortgage, EPM, Equity Prime Mortgage, fired the stepmother of the officer charged in the controversial shooting of Richard Brooks. Think about that. The stepmother was fired. On Monday, the panic reached what one can only hope is its peak when a San Diego gas and electric employee lost his job for giving the OK sign. Why? Because people say that's a, a white supremacist hand gesture. Even though that's long since been debunked, the notion that the OK sign is somehow racist. It was just fiction uh, that's been passed on and now became law. But in this case, this man lost his livelihood. And he wasn't even making an OK sign. He was apparently cracking his knuckles as he drove. But someone saw it, just like in LinkedIn. If you see something, say something. Oh, my gosh. Just like New York, they want you to tell on your neighbors, is this really the America that you want to live in? Is this really what you want our country to be like, our kids to be like. And so today we're going to go through some cognitive um, behavioral therapy, some cognitive therapy. Now, Dr. Aaron Beck, <clears throat> we're going to focus uh, on a lot on him. There are a lot of individuals in history that have studied mental health and developed theories based off their studies. Now, I'm researching from three sites, betterhealth.com, uh, the other one was Wikipedia. This is uh, VeryWellMind.com. Very, some very cool. And the other one was uh, PsychCentral.com. But I want you to know Dr. Aaron Beck <clears throat> is well-known. He is known as the father of cognitive therapy. And Beck took a different approach to therapy for his depressed patients and opened the door to what we call today cognitive therapy. Think about this. American psychiatry uh, is, is complex. You know, what goes on in our heads? And Aaron Beck contributed to the growth of cognitive psychology in many ways. His theory opened the door for many new ideas in the world of psychology. From his original therapy, uh, many, many theories 
have been created. And uh, it's just fascinating how one man can take a concept, take a thought, uh, and then years later, it's common knowledge and everybody uses it. And that's what Dr. Beck did. And not only are we going to go through what he did, today we're going to actually go through some cognitive distortions. Um, 10 to 15 ways that we have errant ways of thinking. And there are groups of them. So we're going to go through these and all we can do is become aware of them. Become aware of them. That's all this is about. Remember, if you can become more aware of something and that you know what's going on, and then you can become an agent of change. The key, though, is awareness. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about stinking thinking. It's time we get our thinking right, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in three minutes. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad, a funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. When confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com. Promo code Minneapolis. At American Family Insurance, we know owning a business takes hard work. From long days to long nights, starting your own business is a dream worth pursuing. We're right here in your community and we'll be here for you every step of the way. American Family Insurance is focused on protecting the business you've worked so hard to build so you can keep moving towards what's next. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about stinking thinking. No, 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 no. We're not doing a Zig Ziglar show, although I used to love Zig and used to talk about our stinking thinking. Actually, what we're talking about is cognitive distortions. By the way, if you miss any of this radio show, you should block off an hour a day to listen to the show. Go to likeitmattersradio.com and you can listen to this and many other archive messages. Just hit the Listen Now button uh, and you can listen to this one an hour after it's done off the live radio show because we are live on the radio from Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
Uh, you can go to iHeartRadio and, and query um, um, 1570, Freedom 1570, right in Minneapolis. So Freedom 1570 should be able to find us. And you can listen at anywhere in the world on that app. Uh, and so listen to us regularly. And if you want to know about training that will change your life, go to likeitmatters.net. And so stinking thinking is a playing uh, just playing on the concept of cognitive distortions, right? Cognitive is thinking, and distortion, I could say something that's been perverted, twisted, that's not right, right? Cognitive distortions are simple ways that our mind convinces us of something that isn't really true. Sound familiar? It's kind of like the world we live in, right? These inaccurate thoughts are usually used to reinforce negative thinking or emotions, telling ourselves things that sound rational and accurate, but really only serve to keep us feeling bad about ourselves. Uh, and this is from psychcentral.com.com. So, um, the most common cognitive disorder distortions. I'm going to cover 15 of them. But I want to go through a little bit of Dr. Burke's work. Uh, Dr. Aaron, I'm sorry, Burke, but Dr. Beck. I'm thinking of uh, the people with the CDC now, right? <laughs> so Dr. Aaron Beck believed that if you could challenge the person's negative thinking and replace it with better thoughts, you could have a positive impact on the mental health of the individual. While this work started with depressed patients, he found it to be successful in helping many other issues as well. Cognitive therapy is actually now used to help eating disorders, substance abuse, anxiety, anger, uh, um, depression, loneliness, right? Because we're dealing with three pieces, our behavior, we're dealing with our thoughts, and we're dealing with our feelings, right? That we have core beliefs that drive all that. We talk about this all the time, that everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And those beliefs are about ourselves, they're about others, and they're about our future. Remember the book in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, I'm okay, you're okay. A lot of the Black Lives Matter movement marches about validity. We don't have a relationship with God anymore. We, America's not a godly country. And a lot of us, we get our validation from our father, whether that be earthly father or heavenly father. And since now, a lot of homes, uh, about three quarters of black, uh, African-American homes, black American homes, grow up with a single parent family without a father involved. Men have been told for years that we don't matter and men, you matter. Because look at the stats of children that grow up in fatherless homes or a home without a, a dad there, the biological dad, and then the mothers having boyfriends come and go all the time, and then they're abusing or molesting the kids. The number one cause for abuse and molestation in a home is a man in the home who's not the father. So you can add that up whatever you want. See, it's not that people don't know uh, what to, how to think. It's they don't challenge their thinking. See, Beck believed that when someone was allowing their thoughts to be negative, it led to depression. He believed that thoughts, feelings, and behavior were all linked together. So when someone thought negatively, they then felt bad, which causes them to behave poorly. That, he believed, is the cycle. Beck saw the way to break the cycle was actually by changing the thoughts before focusing on changing the behavior. Why? Because our behavior comes from our thoughts. And we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. That's the whole concept of epigenetics, is to take control of our thoughts. Like, again, 2 Corinthians 10.5. See, Beck believed that if a person is working on correcting their thoughts, they would eventually see that their feelings and behavior would change because of it. Beck also believed that people that were depressed tended to look around at their surroundings to pick out the things that back up what their negative thoughts were telling them. So instead of seeing anything good that was happening around them, they only focused on the negative. To change that behavior, you have to change the original thought that leads to it. So again, it all goes back to our thinking. And there's conflict everywhere. Remember, we talk about conflict all the time. We talk about man versus man conflict. We're seeing that a lot in the streets today. See a lot of it on Facebook and LinkedIn. Man versus nature. I mean, COVID-19, um, thunderstorms, uh, hurricanes, right? Man versus society. Oh, my gosh. If you're a conservative, if you believe in the God of the Bible, 
You have an entire society formed against you out there now. They will eat you alive. That's why I cover your thinking. You got to learn how to critically think, how to creatively think. You need to learn why you believe what you believe and logically be able to back it up to explain it, not with emotion, not with force, not with weapons, but with logic, but with logic. And so the, in the fourth type of conflict is man versus self. I've met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. Right? And then I talk about how Roy and Judy Edelson identify the beliefs that play a role in conflict between groups. You know, superiority. You know, we talked about Thomas Sowell's, uh, you know, uh, conflict of visions. One's the constrained vision, one's the unconstrained vision. And really, it's the one vision is where people think that humans are basically good and that some of us evolve quicker and better than other people, so now we can make rules for everybody else. Right? That's superiority. Injustice. Don't you see people marking, marching along the streets for in, about injustice? But they don't want justice. They want their branded justice when they think it's right. Because they don't want to go to jail for looting. They don't want to go to jail for, for be, uh, attacking cops because the cops are bad to begin with. They don't want to go to jail for destroying public property and ripping down uh, statues. Right? So we don't really want justice. We just want the justice we want, right? Vulnerability. Right? So many things are based on someone else being vulnerable. So you can beat someone up. You can attack people because someone else was vulnerable. Distrust. Oh, my gosh. There's no, I mean, you can't trust the Supreme Court. People can't trust police officers. We can't trust our government officials. So look at all the distrust. And then helplessness. Oh, my gosh, with this whole thing. You know, people feel helpless and hopeless. And you know what helpless and hopeless is? It's called depression. When my current situation sucks and tomorrow will be no better. That is the definition of helpless and hopeless. And that is depression. So I met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. In other words, if other people said and did to us what we allow in our heads, we'd never tolerate it. And so it's time to go internal, people. It's time to take a look at our thinking. Remember, 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us to hold our thoughts captive. So God tells us this. The world tells us this. Psychologists tell us this. CBT specialists tell us this, that we need to take a look at our thinking. And so we're going to go through some cognitive distortions, right? And again, a cognitive distortion are simple ways that our mind convinces us of something that really isn't true. These inaccurate thoughts are usually used to reinforce negative thinking or emotions, telling ourselves things that sound rational and accurate, but really only serve to keep us feeling bad about ourselves, or should I say good about ourselves. And so, I'm going to go through, this is from psychcentral.com. I saw a lot of lists, the top 10, top 15, top 25, whatever. I'm going to go with this list. I like this list the best. Uh, And remember, in 1976... Psychologist Aaron Beck first proposed the theory behind cognitive distortions. In the 1980s, David Burns was responsible for popularizing it with common names and examples for the distortions. So number one, filtering. Filtering. A person engaging in filter or mental filtering takes the negative details and magnifies those details while filtering out all positive aspects of a situation. For instance, a person may pick out a single unpleasant detail and dwell on it exclusively so that their vision of reality becomes darkened or distorted. When a cognitive filter is applied, the person only sees the negative and ignores anything positive. I got to tell you right now, because I want to grow, because I want to be the best possible version of myself, this can be mine. I can be really hard on myself. Uh, I don't take compliments well. And so I filter a lot of things out. We do this with people in the social media day. We find one thing that they said a long time ago, and that's their only focus. Nothing else matters. We filter out everything else. Number two, polarized thinking or black and white thinking. Nowadays, I'm not sure you can even say that. So in polarized thinking, things are either black or white, right? All or nothing. We have to be perfect or a complete and abject failure. There is no middle ground, right? A person with polarized thinking places people or situations in either or categories with no shades of gray or allowing the complexity of most people in most situations, right? These type of people only think in extremes. And you see the most common public 
uh, distortion right now is all this black and white. If you don't believe in the Black Lives Matter movement, then you don't deserve to have a job, CEO of CrossFit. You don't deserve to be on social media, ban you. You don't deserve to have a radio show or a TV show. I mean, it's bad. And then the third one, overgeneralization. In this cognitive distortion, a person comes to a general conclusion based on a single incident or a single piece of evidence. If something bad happens just once, they expect it to happen over and over again. A person may see a single unpleasant event as part of a never-ending pattern of defeat. Uh, example, if a student gets a poor grade on one paper one semester, they conclude they're a horrible student and should quit school. This shows up in social media. You go back 20 years to a post that someone made, and they could have done all kinds of great good in the last 20 years. But they take one thing, and they overgeneralize it, make this a statement about this person. And even today, people that are on the side of people, they say one thing, and if it's not the right thing, they ban them. Uh, they cancel them. We got to change. We got some stinking thinking going on, ladies and gentlemen, that ain't helping, ain't building anything but more destruction. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about stinking thinking. 
We're actually talking about cognitive distortions because, man, we got a thinking problem in this country. Uh, And if you don't think like everybody else, if you don't think like the the rabid mobs out there, uh, boy, you talk about the vocal minority. I I pray that some of the silent majority goes out there and votes uh, in November for Trump because, man, if uh, Joe Biden is elected president, all this weird stuff that everybody thinks is on the fringes in all these liberal cities is government policy. It will be in every single city, uh, in every single state, uh, and uh, you won't recognize. You think America's changed a lot in the last uh, six months, in the last ten years? You ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, Joe Biden gets elected. It's all becoming law, and there'll be no going back because the deep state will be firmly entrenched. They will never, ever, 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 ever let another person with an R after the name ever occupy that Oval Office. So today we're talking about cognitive distortions. We've got to get our thinking in line so we can be critical thinkers. If you missed the first three, I'm going on number four, the top 15 cognitive distortions. If you missed any of the show, go to likeitmattersradio.com. Challenge your thinking. You don't need to think like me. You don't need to vote like me. You don't need to agree with me. All I want to do is get you thinking and logically thinking and then come to your own conclusions and be able to defend those conclusions. There's nothing wrong with knowing why you believe what you believe and how you came to those beliefs. Man, you might actually sway people with that type of thinking. So that's okay. That's what this is about. So number four, the top 15 common cognitive distortions. Number four, jumping to conclusions. Without individuals saying so, a person who jumps to conclusions knows what another person is feeling and thinking. I call this mind reading. I call this hallucinating. I can hallucinate well. I can see dots. I can see patterns. And so I jump in a little too early sometimes. Don't say I'm always right, but I'm right a lot. It says, in particular, a person is able to determine how others are feeling toward the person as though they could read their mind. That's why I call it mind reading, right? Jumping to conclusions can also manifest itself as fortune telling, where a person believes their entire future is preordained. And, of course, uh, that is not true at all. Number five, catastrophizing. Catastrophizing, that's so cool. When a person engages in catastrophizing, they expect disaster strike no matter what. This is also referred to as magnifying. Magnifying uh, is when you make everything a lot bigger than it is. Got it? This can also come out in an opposite behavior minimizing. In this distortion, a person hears about a problem and uses what-if questions. What if tragedy strikes? What if it happens to me? To imagine the absolute worst occurring. How about this one? Personalization. Personalization. Personalization is is a distortion where a person believes that everything others do or say is some kind of direct personal reaction to them. I do this in class a lot. I'll say one thing, uh, and everybody thinks I'm talking about them, and I know they're doing this, so I put that out there. I never look at the person I'm actually talking to. So if I'm going to bring up a point, I might look at student in chair number one, but I'm really talking about student in chair number five. Why do I do that? Because of this thing right there, personalization, because most people believe I'm talking about them. People use this all the time. See, when you understand cognitive distortions, you can actually, as a leader, uh, actually use them to your own advantage because you can understand what another person is thinking or feeling. Remember, that's what empathy is. The ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. So number seven, control fallacies. Number seven, control fallacies. This distortion involves two different but related beliefs about being in complete control of every situation in a person's life. In the first, we feel extremely controlled. I'm sorry, externally controlled. We see ourselves as a helpless victim of fate, right? I can't help it if the quality of my work is poor. My boss demanded I work overtime on it, right? The fallacy of internal control has us assuming responsibility for the pain and happiness of everyone around us. And I, I, sometimes this happens in our marriages. I feel bad when my wife's upset. I'm wondering, what, what did I do wrong? You know, the sad part is I'm reading through these. You know, man, a lot of these show up in my life. I realize over the last couple of years with everything going on that, boy, my thinking has taken a downturn. And even though I can push through it, I realize a lot of these now are automatic thoughts of mine. This control fallacy shows up a lot in my marriage. My wife's upset or my wife's not happy, and it's my fault. Fallacies of fairness. 
In the fallacy of fairness, a person feels resentful because they think that they know what fair is. I mean, you see the people marching on the streets. Everybody wants everything to be fair, but fair is a normalization. You can't put fair in a wheelbarrow. It's not fair that people treat people who look different differently, right? It's just like it's not fair that me as a white person who's never owned a slave, who's never done anything bad to a person based on their skin color, should have to pay tax dollars to pay other people of color uh, because of something that people that look like me 200 years ago did to people that look like them 200 years ago. How would that be fair? How would my dad going to prison for my crimes be fair? How about blaming? When a person engages in blaming, they hold other people responsible for their emotional pain. You caused me to do this. You made me feel bad. And again, if you understand transactional analysis, no one can technically make you feel anything. I see this a lot in my classes. People say, well, you make me feel this way. You made me this. I didn't make you anything. I'm not God. I just squeezed you a little bit. And then it came out of you. If it wasn't in you, it wouldn't be coming out of you. How about all the shoulds? You know, we should all over ourselves. I should have done that. I should have done this. I should have done that. Some of you have a, a, your vision's not clear because your windshield of life has been should all over, right? Should statements appear as a list of ironclad rules about how every person should behave. And people who break the rules make a person following these should statements angry, right? I really should exercise. I shouldn't be so lazy. Must and oughts are also serious offenders, the emotional consequence is guilt. And boy, I know guilt well. My mom uh, used it well. And boy, we live in a society today that uses it well. Number 11 of the top 15 cognitive distortions is emotional reasoning. The distortion of emotional reasoning can be summed up by the statement, if I feel that way, it must be true. Ladies and gentlemen, feelings are nothing more than a chemical response to what you're thinking, your breathing, and your physiology, specifically your eye placement in relation to your physiology. You are not what you feel. Feelings are nothing more than a chemical response to three other things you were doing. Fallacy of change. In the fallacy of change distortion, a person expects that other people will change to suit them if they just pressure or control them enough. Right? You see it in the streets again. If you look at why America's in such a mess, do you see all these cognitive distortions that the normal everyday person is told to embrace, that the media is pushing, CNN and MSNBC will tell you that this is the right way to think. And we were told, I mean, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, that these type of thinking will destroy you, destroy a community, destroy a family, destroy a country. And guess what? He was right. Global labeling. In global labeling, also referred to as mislabeling, a person generalizes one or two qualities into a negative global judgment about themselves or another person. Extreme form of overgeneralizing. Instead of describing an error in context of a, of a specific situation, a person will attach an unhealthy universal label to themselves or others. And again, we see this. We say or do something or we don't say or do something, then we are now branded as evil, as racist. We're bigots. We're racist. We're Trump supporters. Whatever it is, it's Global labeling, and all Trump supporters, you know that, are malcontents, are uneducated white people, are all the, we do it all the time, and yet we think it's funny, but boy, when someone does it to us, we don't like it. How about this one, always being right, right? Always being right. That's a sad one. A person engaged in this distortion, they are continually putting other people on trial to prove their opinions and actions are the absolute correct ones. Again, go on social media, go on LinkedIn that banned me because someone told on me because I didn't agree with their opinion, right? And lastly, it's interesting. That's why I picked this list. Number 15, heaven's reward fallacy. I'm going to read this word for word from psychcentral.com. It says, the final cognitive distortion is the false belief that a person's sacrifice and self-denial will eventually pay off. As if some global force is keeping score, this is a riff on the fallacy of fairness. Because in a fair world, the people who work the hardest will get the largest reward. A person who sacrifices and works hard but doesn't experience the expected payoff will usually feel bitter when the reward doesn't come. This is where it goes back to Thomas Sowell's, or Sowell's, Sowell's, I think, his soul, his conflict of visions. See, when you have a God operating system versus a flesh operating system, you do sacrifice. Life's not fair. You read the good book, and I'm going to tell you right now, you'll learn two things. Number one, life ain't no fair. And number two, life is hard. 
And so all this comes down to, really, what do you believe? Do you believe in God or do you believe in self? And so we don't have a lot of time. We only got 58 minutes to do the show. But those are the 15 most common cognitive distortions. Tune in for an hour a day to Like It Matters Radio from Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time so we can get your stinking thinking under control. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With everything in our toolkit working for you, digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions, contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Learn more at surroundmsp.com, surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. Ringing Liberty.